0: you're listening to parents you've got this the expert guide to parenthood the complete guide to pregnancy birth baby and parenthood this podcast is brought to you by parents you've got this and proudly supported by mustella mustella is a natural origin skincare for babies and children recommended by healthcare
1: professionals
0: mustella by parents side since 1950
1: A big part of the nervousness we all feel as parents is not knowing what to expect in the early days and moments when our baby is born. Today we have our midwife and positive birth expert, Narelle Siroson, to talk to us all about the early moments with our newborn. Narelle Siros is a
2: practicing midwife and a childbirth educator specializing in the Lamaze birth principles. She is also a pre and postnatal massage expert and a mother of two. Thank you so much Narelle for joining us today talking about your favorite topic birth and newborns.
1: Yeah no worries. <laughs> so Narelle what is typical newborn behavior in the first 12 to 24 hours? Okay so newborns need to transition
3: from a beautiful dark 37 degree pool on the inside to a cooler environment on the outside where they have less boundaries. So ideally they want to be close to their parents. They know their parents, um, the, the sound of their voices. They instinctively get to know their mother's smell. They can hear, they can taste, but they need to feel safe. So I like to call it a bit of womb envy. I don't think they realise where they are and they need to come home and be close to their parents. So initially after the birth, with that rush of adrenaline that that they'll have when they're they're coming out, they are wide awake. They're looking around, they're um, alert, they um, start to smell and taste and they may start initially breastfeeding within the first maybe 10, 15 minutes. Um, but they want to be safe and close to their parents. So that, that first hour is a really great opportunity to start to get to know your little one and just watch them. There's no need to intervene, just watch them. They may crawl to the breast and start feeding um, but they want to feel close, so keep them warm and generally after that first hour is really an opportunity for them to start to go, oh wow, I've just been born, I'm a, I'm a bit tired. So they may tend to sleep for a bit of a longer period of time, maybe a couple to two, three, four hours after birth, and then they wake up thinking, "Uh uh-huh, okay, I'm here, I need to survive, I need to feed, and I need to grow. So often there'll be a lot of opportunities here for demand feeding, just let them go, let them be close if you're planning to breastfeed, Just let them smell you and and feed whenever they feel ready. So you'll start to understand their little cues and their behaviors um, and just watch in awe of them. There's nothing that you really need to do except be close to your beautiful babies and just um, relax, sleep and rest and enjoy them.
2: I think when we're um, thinking about becoming parents, we can't help but think a lot about all the nappy changes that we're going to be doing. Can you talk to us a little bit about baby's early digestion and when we might do that first nappy
3: change um, and then what that looks like? Sure. So babies, when they're on the inside, they are drinking the amniotic fluid, they're drinking the waters. So all of that is in their little tummies. When they are, out in our world, uh, and they start that initial feed. Then what they need to do is get rid of all that amniotic fluid. So the first, you know, passing of their bowels will be—it's co- called meconium, and it's black. And so if parents don't know that, they're like, "Whoa, what is going on? <laughs> so sticky. <laughs> it's black and sticky, and it's really normal. So we don't expect a lot from a newborn baby in their first twenty-four hours. We expect one wee and one poo. So, with regards to nappy changes, it might be at birth that they do this, it might be two, three hours later. There's no urgency to worry about nappy changes straight away. Babies will go when they go. Uh, but you know, generally I would suggest, you know, a few hours after birth check a nappy. And you've got, you know, your midwives to help support you in knowing how to do that. And I think if you've never seen a nappy before, And you have to pack some for your labor and birth bags then open one see how it works and and ask for help so you don't you're not alone with regards to nappy changes and swaddling and all those things you've got support around you in the hospital so ask your midwives because we love helping with all those things
1: what about bathing how soon do we bath our babies
3: So ideally we want the amazing vernix, the amniotic fluid, all the bacteria from mum and partner and uh, their their skin to be all over the baby. So we don't generally bath a baby for at least 24 hours after birth because we want all that good stuff to sink into their skin first. Um, So you don't need to worry about that initially. Again, seeking supervision and help in the hospital setting, which are from your midwives can help that. And then really your little babies, they're not that dirty. So, you know, you're going to be changing their nappies regularly, but you might find that bathing two to three times a week is plenty.
2: What about swaddling, Norelle? Um, we've all seen the beautiful photos of the cute little babies, you know, all tucked up in blankets. Can you talk to us about swaddling and why it's suggested? Okay. so.
3: Most babies like to be swaddled. And the reason is because when they're on the inside, they're in a nice compact little cave in the uterus and they have boundaries. They can they can kick against those and they feel that they are safe in that space. And when they're out on the outside being swaddled, firmly can actually help them feel like they're back in the uterus and that can make them feel safe again and um, also babies of all of us will have reflexes and so the startle reflex can often um, help to, if that is is contained within a lovely you know firm swaddle it just makes the babies feel that they can be relaxed and less you know exposed so that's generally why swaddling helps
1: in those first you know
3: first few weeks.
1: And what about, what does a baby wear? What do we dress our baby in? Sure, so initially after birth, what I'm all about is
3: skin to skin. So having that time with um, mum and then partner, just a nappy, maybe a beanie, and keep those babies on your chest is a really great start. And then, you know, in the hospital, you may find that the babies may be comfortable wearing a little singlet and a grow suit. I think, you know, again, for sl- safe sleeping environments you don't want them to be wearing beanies um but you know you will start to get to know and feel how warm they are and um, but generally a singlet and a grow suit a swaddle and a small blanket is a really good start yeah what are your favorite settling techniques
2: norelle so if we've had we've got a little newborn and you know we're, we're just lapping them up and in trying to read their cues and understand what their needs are and we think that they're tired. What are some different ways that we can help to try and settle them?
3: Okay. I think my most my most favorite one is being on their parents. <laughs> <laughs> you can wear your children. You cannot spoil a newborn baby. They wanna be close to you. They know your heartbeat, their voices, your smells. If they feel close to you, they will relax and feel secure. So holding them close, whether that's wearing them in around with a lovely, you know, baby wrap initially, that's a really great way to do it, or have them in your arms is absolutely fine for a new baby. That's that's their safe place. So I sort of find that you know having them close to you, movement can help. Um, there's lots of different options here. But you know, just keep going in your normal life. You don't need to tiptoe around a baby. A baby's mostly love. White noise. They like hearing things, and if they know that you're close by, they relax. I'm very much into um, recommending that that couples read to their babies really early on. You know, initially, you know, when they get home from the hospital, because they know your voices, and when they know that you're close, they relax. So it's okay to hold and love and carry your newborn babies as a really great form of settling.
1: And it's sort of instinctive just to start swaying, I sort of found, you know. I think everyone picks up a baby and just starts sort of swaying and shushing. You know, it's a bit of an instinct, isn't it, for settling?
3: Yeah, trust your instincts.
1: Yeah, definitely. And so I guess our last question is about managing visitors and do you have any advice on this? Sure. So, again, post-lockdown, a lot of hospitals
3: now have reopened visiting hours. Uh, I'm very much uh, a... As a midwife, I'm very much an advocate for my couples in saying that whatever is comfortable for mama, especially in her recovery from birth, uh, is really important. And and making sure that the partners are kind of being like the security people. If you don't wanna receive visitors in hospital, you do not have to. Uh, I think when visitors arrive and they're so excited and they wanna hear all about your birth and you are absolutely exhausted, still trying to navigate, feeding a baby, holding a baby. It's overwhelming. So don't put pressure on yourselves, guys. Just relax. And if you don't want to receive visitors in hospital, you can say no. And I think if you have friends that have got children, they will probably not come to hospital because they know how overwhelming it is. And when you are home, again, I want you to hibernate for at least six weeks. I want you to just feel like you can Receive visitors on your terms and if visitors want to come, I want them always to text partner first and say, is it a good day? And then for the partner to then be able to say to mama, what do you think? Rather than her feeling so much pressure to say, oh, okay, because visitors, and I do love them, they don't stay for five minutes. They stay longer. And most importantly, if they're planning to visit you, they need to bring food. (laughs) They need to bring um, snacks, they need to bring love, and they need to bring support. Visitors are the best that can do a load of laundry, can can sweep, can vacuum, can, can look after you. So choose visitors wisely and say no if it doesn't suit you. Don't feel pressure.
2: That's brilliant advice. Thank you so much, Narelle, for joining us on the podcast today. And a big thank you to Mistella for sponsoring this episode. The one thing that you are going to be doing a lot of when you have children is bathing them. So it is important to choose products that are natural and dermatologist and paediatrician tested. For everyday bathing needs for normal skin, try Mistella's Gentle Cleansing Gel and Hydra Baby Body Lotion. Next week on the podcast we have our paediatrician expert Dr Lexi Frydenberg talking all about newborn care.
1: You've been listening to The Parents You've Got This podcast, the expert guide to parenthood and never forget parents, you've You've got got this. this.
2: The information provided in this podcast is general in nature and is intended to support, not replace, a discussion with your doctor or healthcare professional. Parents, you've got this, take no responsibility for any medical decisions made by individuals based on the information provided in this
0: podcast. Join a Parents You've Got This Masterclass today to be prepared, excited and educated for pregnancy, birth, baby and parenthood. Visit www.parentsyouvegotthis.com.au and sign up for a masterclass today.